four, five, six, six, seven people in this room are actually in pajamas. Basically, for pajama me and riding. James are the only ones in no pajamas. I right? don't think James knew that uh, it was supposed to be a pajama erotica show, but that doesn't matter. In spirit, <laughs> in spirit, it's what I'm wearing, isn't it? It's my my gorgeous. Well, it pajamas. doesn't help that you're only wearing the tops, and the bo- no bottoms means that your hairy nutsack is just hanging down below your shirt. And it I is not it. my hairy nutsack. Oh, it's Kathy. your hairy nutsack. It is not. Right. I'm in underwear. Wait a minute. Oh, I dropped something over here, Kathy. <laughs> I am oh. not looking. Let me pick it up. Kathy. I'm covering oh. it so I don't see oh. it. That is absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Floor, is he showing his ass to me? Look at- Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, sorry, Kathy. So sorry. So sorry. I didn't see any of I it. I just dropped that paper, Kathy. And yeah. Oh, my gosh. Stop trying to be coy. It oh, my work gosh. With you. <laughs> Maybe we should start us off. Are you guys ready to start Pajama Erotica? Yeah. Then let us start the show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, Please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Dungeon in North Hollywood, California, in front of our pajamaed kinky audience. Hello, lovely perverts. Hello, Kathy. I'm Kathy. <laughs> I'm Owl. I am Count Boogie and, and what is go- <laughs> some molester over there. Right now. Hello, he molester. Is. Hello, Kathy. It's good to see you again. I know that voice. Oh, wait a I minute. I know that voice. It's I did it last year, too. Yes. It, What's that? Ca- Peter Laurie. Peter Laurie, that's Come it. Come on, Kathy. Oh, God. You're making me very angry, Kathy. Oh, God. That's the freakiest. You, that's you he- didn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> no, exactly. That's it. That is him. Is that no, I thought that was the Incredible Hulk. No, that came That was from Bill Bixby. That's you weren't. You wouldn't like me when I was angry, but Peter Laurie, I believe, did it in one of his movies and in the And Unger 60s. would know. Oh, you'd learn something new every okay. day from from dead actors. That is the freakiest. <laughs> Look, he's like his neck is flaring like a fucking egret or something. No, Stop it! Just, Why does he just, have to be right behind me? He's staring at the back of your neck, Kathy. He's just yeah. literally dripping on I the black of your neck. I can tell you how neck. much that freaks I'm, me out. I, I would rather look at your neck. I'm nutsack thinking about cutting really? it. Than have him behind really, this me. This is getting you going. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. I'm you just got nuts in the front and neck on the back. To cut you, Stop it! See, <laughs> this is a sure way to get that never to happen. Is that voice? What the cat? Oh, wait a minute. That's right. You have to be on your best behavior so you can cut Kathy. <laughs> he doesn't care. Yeah, it's not going to happen. He's buddy. not caring. Oh my god! It's pajama erotica. The first time we're all wearing pajamas. Do you know what it didn't occur to either of us because we're that ridiculous is that this probably should have been a Halloween show. That's why it I'm is doing a Halloween this. show. No, it's not. Just well, because we're wearing pajamas. Kathy, what is in front of you? You can't carve a pumpkin and just call this the Halloween show. It's the Halloween show. You carved. Unger is in a costume. Unger is in a costume. We're all in pajamas. Muse fucking pumpkin is right here. Look at how cute this is. Do you know that she carried this with her for like three days? Like as a pet Aww. pumpkin? We bought, I was at like Home Depot and we had to get something at pumpkins. And she's like, Dang, you can have a pumpkin. And I'm like, okay, so of course she 
picked mini pumpkin, the smallest pumpkin in the world, and literally like got attached to it. And then like afterwards, we had to go to like three other stores. And she's like, "I'm I'm bringing my pumpkin, right?" So like my little my little special child. <laughs> She's walking into Costco with me carrying a pumpkin and they're like, "Oh, that's very nice." I go, "Yes, it's the medication you that makes her happy." You did not say that. It's true. No, so now you have you. this and it's carved. Look at that face. Isn't that face a Mew cut that face, isn't it? It's a Halloween show. Mew does cut a very cute pumpkin. And that See, there you go. Cutting is fun. <laughs> we can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. And I specifically, it's an awkward, last night, so last night was amazing because it was Mew, Bunny, and Dove. And what was first amazing is because Dove's new, um, we were going to do this very big, intense, connecty scene because uh, one of the partners was having some feelings. And so we had a table meeting. We talk about that on the show. That's where you sit down and everyone just says, here are my feelings. There are no dynamics nobody's the dominant or the daddy or whatever we're all just equal adults and we kind of talk about our feelings and it's always awesome and always productive sometimes a little awkward and vulnerable but it always works out to be really good and then after that because we knew we were going to have that conversation we were going to have a very connecty uh type of play between um bunny and dove and so we're going to just call it a marshmallow pole we 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 had a marshmallow pull because we're not allowed to talk about hook pulls and those types of things anymore for at least a week or two. Who told you that? Where I this said that last from? week. We're not going to talk about this anymore. Yeah, he, he we're we're not going to talk about this anymore. Four times. <laughs> so so I'm like, okay. Pipe down, Peter. So now no. it's a marshmallow <laughs> pull. We did a very intense marshmallow pull in Mew. And, what gauge marshmallow did you use? <laughs> 14s on, on Bunny. Wow, Some that's... big, big, thick marshmallows. <laughs> She does like them marshmallows, and it was, and, and so it was just amazing the teamwork that Mew and I kind of, you know, just played goalie and you know had to keep Bunny from falling off the table because man, she's just fucking out like an acid trip, uh, and so it was just it was awesome, and I just wanted to talk about it, but I didn't want to say anything, so it's a marshmallow pole. Got and it. You're so sli- you're sneaky. So it was very good, and then um, fortunately, all the sexual aids that I have to use to get an erection worked, and and so it was a lot of fun too. Wow, uh, I actually had some fun too. So uh, yeah, that was that, and then we nice. had pumpkin porn this morning. You it's, noticed the porn. I on do the table. see there's porn there all is, over the table. There is smut. Did you go out and buy magazines to cut this out of? No, these are. Look at this vagina, Kathy. Look at that vagina. <laughs> is that a good vagina? <laughs> it's an okay vagina. Now, what would make it okay and not a good vagina? Well, it's got that weird little hairy patch at the top. Oh, you I don't just oh, don't get. Well, this is odd. If you're going to shave it, shave the whole fucking thing off. I what feel is? personally offended. <laughs> because you have I just care. now culturally appropriated There's uh, no culture owls, owls, uh, What culture is that? Shaving preference uh, No, this is actually So we're going to carve the pumpkins this morning And then there was no newspaper So I'm like, what do we do? So I went into the li- threshold library <gasps> And I grabbed not. like I mean, there's just Don't let boxes. the board hear you there say is, that We are trying to get rid of half of this shit Because it's just, aw- you know like literally hustlers from 1992. That's why that hairstyle is on there because this is like some old. So I just ripped out all these pages of this hustler and we just lined the table with smut and then carved our pumpkins on it. And it was actually the best. They were both topless. It was just literally the best. 
pumpkin cutting okay. ever I have attended. So you felt the need to litter the table. Well, I mean, you know, you just want to give it one more life before it goes in the trash. And, and okay. I just wanted to get some, you know. Like, oh, hey, are you saying that's what you look like? Yes. Maybe. That is <laughs> I'm not going to commit to anything. Yeah, Al keeps a little bit uh, of that, I, I guess. I, I'm sure on you it looks lovely. I, I feel weird about it being completely bare. I have weird feelings about that. I can and totally that see fun. that, yeah. Leave yourself a little... Yeah. Little, little, Maybe uh, a Harry Potter. <laughs> Ooh. A little Slytherin ah, logo. Can yeah. you get a Slytherin logo in there? Uh, a snake. A snake. That a, yeah. That's a snake. A, but I'm not yeah. a Slytherin. You're yeah, a Ravenclaw. Boogie. Yeah. You're, oh, okay. Well, then I guess put a Ravenclaw in there, like a bloody Ravenclaw. I mean, a marshmallow Ravenclaw. And it's not really a claw. It's just a rounded edge. I'm really trying to spare our listeners. They really put up with a lot of well, blood. They don't have to look at your nut sack, so they don't. There's What's that. wrong with my nut sack? It's, it's hanging un- down below your pajama it's tops. It's in wrong underwear, bish. A lot of times, I should be grateful because a lot of times your underwear is so you know lost its elasticity that your your nuts are literally showing right through. At least now, so you're, you're saving it, the off- checking out a little brain on the side. Mew's laughing because she knows it's true. <laughs> it's true. I literally sit there like a 90 year old man with one nut hanging. <laughs> out Mew, go get me some water <laughs> come over here let me look at your ass oh. <laughs> it's fine this is a not a serious show by the way if it anyone isn't. was uh, wondering but we do have a lot of new listeners serious. actually this week i don't know why i'm doing this what uh remember you said this talk thing what is this what the talk oh i had a talk with creative explorer did you get i haven't that i've been holding off for a Long, long time, and then Saturday morning, it just fucking came out. Oh, yeah. it was the talk. No, like, it was just it, a talk. It was just a talk. Yeah, it was one of those things that I've not been telling him because I keep trying to make it work. Because you know I'm a very independent person, Boogie, and yes. I don't take orders from anybody. Nope, no, you don't. But on the weekends when I'm with him, I got to just push all that down, and I've been trying to push this thing down ever since you know we've been hanging out and um yeah after like a couple of years i'm all this is it i can't take it anymore i just can't give you your pre-breakfast blowjobs anymore. oh my god that's it i can't do it drew no line. more i drew the drew line. line i said i've struggled with it i really have because um there's a obviously there's a part of me that enjoys being in service and being sure. and all you know submissive I can only take it for two or three days tops <laughs> and then I'm ready to blow a gasket. But uh, so I try and for a long time I've been um, really trying to push that one down because uh, I keep telling myself, you yeah, know, you can fucking do this. What does it matter if the blow job is before breakfast or after? Why is that a big deal? And I've been trying really hard, but it just it doesn't work. It, it ruins my entire morning and puts me in a bad headspace for a few hours. So and you would feel better if it was like a rinse blow job after breakfast? After breakfast is good. Like a like a piece of parsley. You know, they leave that on the plate. Like a little garnish. Like a little blow job <laughs> garnish on your fucking Should waffles. I put a piece of Garnish around his balls. That's it. That's perfect. Yeah, thanks. It's my after dinner blowjob mint. Unger's just ignoring. Put us. a little mint on his pillow. No, yeah. no. So it would no. be better if it was after. Oh yeah. So was I, that it? You just better. said, "I am not sucking your dick." Come on. Breakfast. What submissive do you know is going to tell you that? It was really hard to do. I. It's just. It's not. So in did me to you suck his dick people. after breakfast? Oh, is really the. It was great. 
really? I don't know what that was the fucking it. difference is. That was yeah. that is amazing, Kathy. That is so you did after breakfast, it just changed your head because yes. you got a little bit of a give. I don't know. I just know that um I enjoy mornings a lot, especially on my weekends when they're mine and it's hard to give those up because he and I get together almost every weekend. So my weekend mornings don't exist anymore. They're not mine anymore. Um, and there's something about the ritual of that languishing in bed and cuddling next to him. And it's just the whole day is yours and the possibilities are endless. And then I get up and he puts a collar on me and an apron and I just run around making breakfast and then I serve it to him. And to have to stop everything and do a pre-breakfast blowjob, for some reason it's like glass shattering and it ruins my morning. That is very interesting. I don't know why. No, no, no. I understand, but what I'm more interested in is the fact that, A, you stood up for yourself, you said this doesn't work, and then just that small adjustment. So it didn't mean he's not getting the blowjob. It just means you need to have a little bit of a give on your terms, and and that made a big difference. You felt more empowered that you were... Uh, I don't know. I wasn't seeking to be empowered. I was just... um or to just have finally to giving be- in and finally telling him, look, after a, really what is years of trying to um, come to some understanding, I can't. I can't do it. It's it's not working. It makes absolutely no sense. I don't know why, but that's the way it is. It's and not I efficient. think I gave it a good couple of years of trying. And you can't ask more of me. And I'm just going to lay this out on the table. It is completely irrational, but there it is. And he's all okay. I can That's it, huh? Explore, you know. <laughs> it like, doesn't say much. Else. Did he did he do a boogie and just be like, so so after breakfast? That's cool, right? Yeah, pretty much. That pretty was much. That's a win. Uh, yeah. I think that's nice. a win. I'm very proud of you, Kathy. And then some listener sent us a picture of the Unger Road. Unger Road was. <laughs> did you see there's that? There's a road, Unger. Yes, boogie. Stop it, <laughs> Unger. Did you see your your road? No, I did not. I get no road. There's I'm no sorry. count boogie road. Not even a no. fucking. Dog waste. There's no boogie road. I ranted. Not even like they couldn't even put Count Boogie over the little fucking shit bags that they have at dog parks. Why would they? Nothing. Why would you want them to? Unger gets a road. Just give it to him. He can have the road. Right. Fine. If we funny. win the lottery, we can we can do a thing. We can have a road. I just no, no, road. no. At dog parks, we we, we <laughs> the amazing <laughs> Count Boogie. We supplied your dog shit bags. <laughs> that would make me so happy. <laughs> No, no, Plus we're giving no. Back this to the dog shit bag provided point. by Count Boogie. <laughs> Who's Count Boogie? And then we Come have here, a website, rats. and we have the perverted podcast on it. And that would be amazing. See, I don't care. Listeners. I don't care about like grandiose things, but something fucking cool. I'd be all over that. Uh huh. That's it, huh? That's Is that the end of the show? Thanks. That life is a funky, kooky, naughty, kinky place with no shortage of cockshot avatars and chicks with cum all over their face. Yeah, and they got groups and events and shit like that if you're interested. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. This is going to be interesting, Kathy. It will be interesting because be you and I, as usual, have different takes on different takes. what's going to be said here. I did, I did butcher this one. Probably. It was okay. long. Yes, it was. It a little was. long. What do we this got? is from Unruly Nerd Girl, who actually happens to be a fan of the show already from Australia. And was very... Does she have a dot? No, she doesn't. She doesn't have a dot yet. There's no dots to put on there, Mr. Man. Al? 
I, I know. I well, no, I said last week that I was going to bring wow, wow. And I told her not. I told well, no, because I told her not to. And I'm like, no, 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 don't. And then we had a thing, and we're going to talk about that after this. Um, it wasn't written on here. I didn't say anything. It wasn't written on here. It was what, supposed that? to be the very top. The oh. first one on there? Is that what you're referring to? <laughs> oh, it was. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that. Maybe I could use a bigger font or something. I don't know what but you need. Hey, man. So you get a, a pen like I do and you cross There's a cute pumpkin right off. there. I was looking at Muse pumpkin. <laughs> Muse does have a cute pumpkin. But anyway, Al offered, you just want me to go get fucking stickers because you guys are basically <laughs> just going to bitch about this. And I'm like, no, do not go to the 99 cent store and purchase white little Why dot stickers. Why did you say that? Why didn't you just let us I, get I'm, it? I'm acquiescing. Is that what Al, could you be in charge? You're backtracking is what you're to, doing. To be fair, I was actually going to do it and then I just forgot. Fair enough. So I blame that one over Fair there. enough. <laughs> it's his, it's his, his fault. fault. It is Dell's fault. All right, so what do we at? I thought you wanted to talk about something else. What? No, you we pointed were... toward. Oh, okay. All right. Actually, was was really funny and I don't know why I found this so hysterical is that she said she is chuffed and gassed that <laughs> we chose it and I'm assuming that's a good thing. Does anyone chuffed know and, Australian chuffed and gassed? talk? Nope. <laughs> Did anyone here speak Australian? I don't ask in the chat because because Amazon Princess is in there. Oh, hey. please do because I want to know what that means. Chuffed. I'm going to go with it's chuffed good. It, I'm saying maybe chuffed, like chafed, like like what chuffed is it? Chuffed and that's gassed. Not good. And gas. Okay, yeah. gas is like isn't good when you're like that's a gas. No, when it's like hey, that's a gas. Like, it's use like it fun because you're pressing on the gas but means like go go go. Chafing because they're hanging. That's <laughs> right off the edge of the chair, just dripping, waiting for your. Waiting for you to just lay on your back oh, and then oh. I can wiggle the so chair. You know what? Oh, what? Creative Explorer. I don't know. He doesn't give me permission, but I don't care. He actually got a blister on one of his, on his scrotum. A fucking blister like this size. That's a big blister. I don't want to know. I don't want to know either. What were you doing? What, what was he showing Creative us? Explorer okay. playing with power tools again. Well, <laughs> ch- chuffed means stoked or happy. Oh, nice. Chuffed. Yeah, I was about to define it for you. Okay, what did it say? Go ahead. Chuffed means very pleased. And Chuffed. gassed? Anybody for gassed? Gas still waiting. Oh, Context okay. apparently. I think gassed is, is kind of like when you say that's a gas, you know. It's a gas, gas, yeah, gas. Yeah, like gas hit the gas and go, you know, pretty All cool. Right. I like how. Look at what is Miguel Magenta doing over and there? Miguel are just like rolling on each other. She's We're just, pajamas. she's just laying in pajamas. You make people wear They're pajamas. They're pretending and it's this like morning. Uh, gassed is drunk or intoxicated. Oh well, I thought that. Oh no, in, in the UK that's and pissed. Drunk. Pissed in the UK, I think, is... Dr- wow, we really are is. so... Out of energy or out of energy. Out of energy. Well, neither one of those is good. I don't want... Yeah, I, I'm, I want... Maybe she's so I'm waiting happy. on a report. Like when you combine them, that's... Elated, she feels drunk. Yeah, she's like yeah. elated to that drunk. Or happy one. and drunk. Yeah, you combine the two. It's like you're very I mean, pleased and tired or drunk or one of the things. All right. All right. Let's So let's she's very on. tired of us. <laughs> and she thinks we have gas. I get it. Let's move on. <laughs> She wrote we a have post. a language barrier here. <laughs> you know Your what? English is very good. <laughs> you hardly speak with an accent at all. Because we're from Macca. Macca. <laughs> all right. She wrote a post called, Don't You Know What You Have? She says, I see friends on Facebook or FetLife saying how horrid their life is. And I know our lives can be horrible. And I know our brains lie to us sometimes and make it seem like our challenges are greater than we can handle. At the same time, though, when I see these friends in pain or distress, there's a part of my brain that says, but don't you know what you have, my friend? Our lives can seem shitty, but for every shitty thing we hate in our lives, I 
guarantee there is someone who would trade places with us in a heartbeat. We all have burdens that challenge us. It is for some a learning opportunity, for others a catalyst to develop strength or patience. And for every burden, there is someone who would be willing to take our place if it meant that they had the rewards that we sometimes don't see in our own lives. We don't always know the bounty that we have. Okay. See, I... A little clap. Okay. Okay, good. I don't know that I chose everything to read that was in the post that you were going to talk sure, about. Sure, sure. No, you, you, you go for it. I, li- I love the post. And also, um, they have... Um, they're a service submissive, mm-hmm. and they have like a lot of posts about that. And I read a bunch of those today, which will lead to my next topic uh, when I talk about owl, which is now two syllables. Two. two You're never going to be able to say that. I have to picture e in there, and then I can say owl and not owl. <laughs> so anyway, so she, in line with that, it's just very interesting because now I'm very interested in kind of exploring the service submissive and and you know what's my role and stuff like that, and so. We're going to revisit another one of her posts. So I thought that was really cool. Um, so in reading this, uh, I had I had some different feelings. First off, absolutely. It is absolute fact that everyone has it. Um, everyone has something that somebody has it worse. And so you have that gratitude check. I think it's very important. What were you going to say? Nothing. I just saw you kind of like, ah. Uh, no, no, I, I, no, no, go ahead. I, okay. I'm going to go off on my own thing. If okay. I can, go ahead. So totally, absolutely. There, there are many times where I've been inspired by just that humble thought that I really do have a lot as much as, um, being the janitor at threshold, um, and doing some of the things I have to do and tolerating a lot of the people and drama and homeless and all the stuff that I have to deal with, even though that's a lot of pressure, everyone has pressure. Everyone's job has pressure. There are people all over the world that would absolutely kill to live. There are people in just around us that would kill to be able to live in a BDSM dungeon and be surrounded by people exploring themselves freely. Um, that is absolutely true. And I have to remind myself of that sometimes when things get uh, very stressful. Um, and I think gratitude checks are incredibly important. However, I want to make really, really clear um, that that is half of the equation of actually improving your behaviors, at least for me. Because for somebody that has low self-worth, um, saying to yourself, other people have it better than you, um, can trigger a guilt response. And that's something your parents used to tell you, at least my parents used to tell me to shut me up because they didn't want to ever validate that I had any feelings. Whether they were right or wrong, it didn't matter. It was constantly invalidating. Shut up. There's starving kids in China. Shut up. You know, there's people that don't have this. You should be lucky. Shut the fuck up. You shouldn't have feelings. You shouldn't have feelings. You shouldn't have feelings. And so then you tell yourself, you're now programmed because everyone around you is telling you you shouldn't have feelings, that you try to pretend that you don't have feelings. And the reality is, is yes, there's always going to be somebody that has it worse off than you and that gratitude is very important to always keep in check. But it is also important to keep in check that your feelings are valid, that just because you have it better than a lot of people doesn't mean that there aren't things in your life that are causing you stress causing you discomfort, making you feel bad about yourself, making you feel bad about other people. And you need to not invalidate that because all that's going to do, at least all that did for me 
was make me feel shame that I had feelings, so I tried to pretend I didn't have feelings, and it didn't work. It just absolutely didn't work. I had to acknowledge the fact that even though I am the fucking king of the world compared to most of the people in the world, that shitty feelings are still shitty feelings. I can I can check my gratitude with what's going on and I can say, hey, I you know, be grateful, but I also need to acknowledge, hey, I feel hurt by this person or hey, this situation makes me feel uncomfortable and I need to be able to say my feelings are valid for that. Does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. I I understand 100% what you're saying. I used to have, and to a large extent still do, a huge pet peeve when anybody would tell me you should be grateful or, you know, bring gratitude into your life whenever I would be upset about something. Because the underlying message there was don't stop complaining. Don't feel that way. Your pain is not... I'm going to dismiss your pain because there's others who are in worse pain. And that means that you have no right to complain about your pain. That was basically what I was told every time I was told to be grateful. It came with that attitude. And so as a result, I developed a a huge hatred of anybody telling me you should be grateful. Uh, That is absolutely not what I took from this post simply because uh, as I got older and realized how lucky I was to have the things that I have in my life that, but for an accident of birth, I could be born in some Any, country anywhere. where, yeah, where I, anywhere in, a, in here, you could have been born 20 miles away from here and it's crappy. Yeah. Or I could have been born in a country where my, you know, no rights as a woman. No. I mean, yeah, absolutely. At, just absolutely horrible, horrible lives. And I didn't. And so for me, when, I, I, when I started to understand that, what I did was allow that to balance me when I was feeling super, super low. When I was feeling at my worst, it brings balance because to feel utterly depressed to the point of being suicidal, it is, is such an imbalance in your life because you're at the bottom and that's all you see. That I needed that realization that others have it worse and I really should feel lucky in order to balance that scale a little just to start to pull myself out of that mud. So uh, when I do feel that way, I don't invalidate my pain because, yeah, absolutely, I could be a hundred times worse off, but that does not mean that my pain isn't real. It doesn't mean that I'm hurting right now. I absolutely have the right to feel that way, but it makes me feel tremendously more balanced when I can look at the big picture and realize how much better my life is than so many people on this planet. So you, so how did we take a different take? Well, you start, (laughs) this is what fucking happens every time you and I talk about the show before in the kitchen, we both go off in our own different tangents. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that at all. I I didn't because I, I always see, I always am very careful about taking in that fucking gratitude argument. I can't stand it. Sure. And that's not what I got from this. And you were saying, I don't like that either. It it it, yeah, is, it th- did take a while. It did take me uh, quite a number of years to understand that I, 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 there was a lesson I could take from both of those things. Sure. And I don't think the poster was trying to say that you, you know, I don't think the, the poster wasn't trying to take the role of my shitty parents. 
You know, they were they that that wasn't the intention. But I just it was important. Like I saw that and instantly I felt like all this like. God damn it. You should skip and jump. You should skip and jump while people are treating yes. you shitty just because, I you know, you, you have a roof over your head. And it's like, no, shitty people are still it still feels shitty. Pain in your brain still, you know, yes, it, it, it the situation is worse and more grave, but pain is is pain. It's really there. It's really happening. Whether it's valid or misinterpretation or whatever, the pain you are feeling is there. There, The brain is doing the pain stuff. It is pain. So to pretend that you're not having pain when you actually have pain is, is just – it's not going to work. And so that's where I really like the idea of having having that balance. Anyone – well, oh, I was gonna, I was I completely agree with both of you, but I was going to kind of go off of Kathy's thing. Um I think it's a problem when other people tell you to you know, like your situation's not that bad. There's people who have it worse, but when you're saying it to yourself, then I feel like it's more okay. Right. Oh it, my god, that's very very true. And yeah. I, if it's but, coming from me, it's not coming from that judgmental place. Exactly, so yeah. so that's a good question. So if you're dealing with a friend, that or a partner that is kind of feeling bad about that situation, how would a better way be to approach a more balanced way to approach that? So you can still say, you know, like if they're like, woe is me, woe is me, and you're like trying to say, hey, let's find that. What would be a better way to say that instead of just saying, oh, you shouldn't feel that way because you're not well, first of all, don't say <laughs> that's a bad Should you just start with that? Because, I mean, I feel that if I start with that, you just walk up to someone and they're like, oh, I feel like killing myself. And you're just like, well, <laughs> like kind of like that spraying water in a fucking two-year-old's face when they're having a tantrum. Like a just, two-year-old? Like it just a fucks dog, with their... that's what you do to a dog. An oh, really? animal, not a two-year-old. By the way, Kathy, I didn't have kids. I thought that's what you... <laughs> Did with kids? Didn't you used to work with kids? Yeah, but they were like they were like five or six years old. Wait, what's this? You're showing me what is this? A a recipe for something? (laughs) Survival skill. It's from DBT, dialectical behavioral therapy, a cousin of CBT. Right, not not that CBT, the other one. Yeah, we yeah we've talked about dialectical. Um, So the comparing is supposed to be something you do with yourself, not like pushed by others. But there's like other. It's meant as like a crisis management of. I really want to cut in an unhealthy way right now. Let's distract myself. Like, healthy, shave your head, do, like, run for a jog, or, like, th- there's a list of things. Like, I can pu- actually join, like, the Fet Life conversation at some point and, like, list them. But there's a various lists of comparing as one of the crisis skills. Like, you don't use these as one of your regular old crutches of, like, every day you need to, like, de-stress. Don't do that, but, like... If you're in a crisis, it's one of the things you can do. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you should ever tell someone that, like in any form, because no matter how you say it, if a person's really in that bad of a place, they'll probably take it. I have I done that. I, would. I, take it I have done yeah. that multiple times in conversations. However, I don't start with that. Well, yeah. If, I mean, if you are going to bring I, up, I will bring up because some people really, some, and this is where, um, I get in arguments with sometimes people that sometimes that tough love needs to come in and you need to point out to someone when, okay, you're now moving into victim land. We're going to talk about that later, actually. Are we? Yeah. Okay. So I think there is a time where you can come in, obviously start with love and encouragement and and trying to deescalate, you know, the intensity of the emotion. And then sometimes it is okay to say, hey, 
you have a lot. That, maybe that's how I, I do it that works better. I don't say other people have. I try to show people the evidence in their own life. I try to show people like like Kathy. Kathy, you know, you have a lot of people that care about you in your life. You have, um, you know, you have a job that, that's working that you didn't have a while ago. You're on the greatest fucking BDSM podcast ever. There's some evidence that you are... Um, that you are are doing okay. So I think it's the same, a similar way of saying, hey, you have some stuff going on in your life without being like, man, you should, you should be grateful. Good. Good. Be grateful, <laughs> Kathy. Fine, I will. Be ungrateful. Be grateful for my hanging left side longer than the left. Le- for other that, side I am not sack. grateful. What about the right nut, Kathy? How do you think my right nut feels? I don't care how Everyone's right always nut giving attention feels. to the left nut because it's longer. By what about my you, right you nut, mean Kathy? You? <laughs> Does she give more attention Muse, to one Muse nut? Muse devastated. <laughs> she looks very Muse, happy to me. <laughs> you no, know, Muse just amused. Uh, what? We're moving on. Oh, are we? Yes. Oh wait. Okay, there. That was the thing. Because what I didn't talk about oh, was the fact that um, that owl. Ow. God, that was painful. Ow. It's not just Am I even stroke? You're going to give yourself owl. an aneurysm. Owl. 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 It sounds like a, a wub wub in dubstep. You know what? I'm the next time you, those. the one who complains wub, wub, to me wub, that wub, our wub, segments wub. are too long, I'm going to remind I'm not, you I'm on another. Moment. I'm on another <laughs> segment now. Uh-huh. I'm talking about the fact that I think uh, I had my first like official like no sex kind of uh, service submission placing with Al last week that Al has said, Hey, I'm very interested in service submission. And, uh, that's something that I really want to explore a little bit. And I'm in this giant dungeon that I can't clean all myself. Um, and surely don't get paid enough to be overly thorough on some of that cleaning. And I have a bad back and blah, 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 blah. And, and so I said, Hey, there's some things that, um, some things that are hard for me to do would you be willing to do those things and she was like yes and so it became this preparation for because usually it's like you know my girls are very bratty and then but they'll do things so you know like Mew is great like sometimes she'll see I'm really you know I'm beat up so she does the rolling rolling pin she's 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 my little savior with rolling pins or she'll wash dishes, you know, when there's a lot. And, but we're all doing, you know, cleaning stuff. But this was actually something that I've always been curious about because I have a lot of problems receiving help from people. And surely in a situation where it's like, well, I don't, you know, I'm not going to bless you with my fucking boogie cock afterwards, <laughs> you know, which is usually how I justify, you know, getting people to do stuff for me. It wasn't going to be that. It was going to be service for the sake of service. Right. So it was amazing that literally, I literally had Al, um, I needed to get the pieces of gum that the renters spit on the floor because they don't know where a fucking trash can is. And the, we need the, to get a <clears throat> better grade of renter. <laughs> it's just, I don't know what it is. It's just like the, the men's parties. And I don't know. The trash can's right. And I laugh with the host about it because it's like maybe they're just so eager to suck dick. That they they're, just spit it out. They're literally just standing in the hallway chewing, nom, 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 and some guy walks up and goes, hey, I want a blowjob, and they're like, I'll suck it. The trash can's right there. 
they stick it on fucking furniture. I'm like, dude, what? What? And then you miss it, and then people walk on it, and now I have to. And here every, comes Owl having to clean every, it up. Well, I mean, every few months I'll like get sick of it. There's like ten pieces of gum stuff inside. Who the fuck spits gum on the floor inside? You fucking pigs. So, um, so Al, you had to do this, huh? S- I had to do it, but I thoroughly enjoy it. I see. I see. So. This is you are what, a strange breed, you. <laughs> service I, really, of, I, I love to clean. You have no idea. Wow. <laughs> I love clean things. I don't necessarily like to clean. Oh, no. I, I, I find it really, like, therapeutic, kind of. Like, after a long day of work, I love to go home and just, like, do the dishes or, like, clean the bathroom or something. Like I get that because I feel the same way. About organizing things and making them put putting things in order with shelves. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I get like home that and too. I'm like, I can't <laughs> wait to put all this shit in order. It doesn't matter how tired I am. Oh yeah, no. It's it's just a weird like. I mean, I used to hate it when I was a kid. I hated cleaning when I was a kid. But as I've gotten older, I actually really enjoy cleaning now. Nice. And, and Bo- I also Boogie took advantage of you. No, no. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, that was the whole thing. It was finding for me. I have to like make some sort of like what's the interaction something has to be in it for everyone otherwise i can't i can't deal with it so i literally i think our our i guess we would call it a play scene um lasted for like maybe 40 minutes you know and i spent like 11 hours preparing for it. <laughs> you know like okay what am i going to do and then how am i going to do and then how am i going to you know how be you know blah 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 and then okay I'll make her she likes macaroni and cheese so okay I'll make her some dinner you know you're <laughs> not the worst dominant in the I world I am not <laughs> I am not this was new for me Kathy let me work so I mean we came to shut up <laughs> so it's time for the thing and I strip her down we put her in knee pads and I give her the instructions and I put you know wet cloths wet little napkins on each one of the pieces of gum and I said hey. This is not just about me. This obviously helps me and makes me feel better um, because it's, it's painful for me to get on my hands and knees with a fucking knife and, and, and scrape up a gun. I have a bad back. Um, and, and it helps the dungeon and it helps the community and the cleaner the place is. You know, there's, so I tried to paint this bigger picture so it wasn't just because I, I can't take like I have a hard time just taking service for me like worship my cock you know the and it ends with me but I I can definitely put my headspace around letting someone serve me because it helps like even the rolling pins and and the dishes they help me so I can be better prepared to do the show or do what my service is so I I took a lot of care to try to make that and then you know off she went and uh and it was it was really cool and I felt I felt really, you know, I mean, I was just kind of doing my cleaning, you know, some dishes and stuff like that in the kitchen. And then she would come in and she'd say, OK, you know, I've done this. And then I would go and look and see that literally the spot where the gum was was like 18 <laughs> times cleaner than the actual fucking floor. Like there was just these clean dots all over the place. And I was like, wow, you're very good at this. <laughs> very validating. It was very good. And then and then we finished and. And I'll let you, you know, share share what your experience was in a sec. But after Al left, you know, she fit, and and it was weird because there was a little play, you know, to kind of warm up and get in the headspace, a little spanky, spanky. But um, like, it was weird for me to not fuck someone at the end of that. So totally um, get it. So it then she left, and then I came in, and I remember, and it was really weird. I came in, and I looked down in the kitchen in this place where I'm, 
for like a month. I'm like, I got to fucking get that. I got to fucking get that. I got to fucking get that. And it just wasn't there. And I, I don't know what it was. I got this little happy feeling. And it was just, it made me feel very good. Like, that was really cool. Thank you, Al. That was, that was, and that was a great service. And, and thank you. So, <laughs> so it was, so I was like, oh, this, and she's like, let me at that fucking floor. <laughs> like you have demon. no idea how badly I want to just like scrub the floors and make them all the same color. So it's funny that I have to wow. work up. Now, Miguel, the entire time, you didn't even see behind you, Miguel and his girl. What is cuddling. going on over Mi- there? Miguel is now literally, oh, she's serving him. She's rubbing his feet. Oh he's my like getting God. into it. He's tr- what he's trying to do is he's advertising to Al. That he is willing to receive service. No, that's something you would do. No, because 18 times Miguel has said, I, I, I'll play with her. I th- think that's great. Uh, she can just come over once a week and clean my house. That would be amazing. That'd be great. I'm totally okay with that. You shouldn't let her know. I'm totally okay. Look at that. Look at he is so He was laying down and now he is sitting at attention. Wow. Miguel's not afraid to ask for what he wants. I'm not afraid to ask for what I want. I just have to make sure that it works out in my head that everyone has a, a certain benefit for it. Mm-hmm. Look at Miguel. <clears throat> it's quite decadent. <laughs> just getting his feet rubbed over there. What is going on in this dungeon? So I thought that was very interesting. So do you have any thoughts about what oh, that was well, like for you? Because um, it was relatively new to do it in that way for you, you said. Well, yeah, I haven't really done a whole lot of service submission before. Like I knew I really wanted to do it, but I just haven't found anybody to really do any sort of service submission with um and i mean i i also kind of like i've wanted to try to find a way for me to kind of give back to the dungeon too but it's like i have like no free time usually so um the fact that i was able to kind of give back to the dungeon in some way by also like but also playing at the same time and like getting something out of it for me was like really cool and I was happy that I could so what did do you, that. So so you got the service to the community mm-hmm. some playtime cuz this is what I asked the poster who's going to write about the service submission is I'm trying to find out more things like what do you get out of it and what would make you feel good about it and what would be like oh that was just somebody using me for free labor. Well, I mean I so I kind of went through this thing in high school where I did, I would just do things for people that didn't actually care. And eventually I realized, you know, like, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? And um, so now I kind of only do it for people that, you know, that I want to help out in some way. Or if I'm helping out, you know, like I said, with the dungeon and everything. Because, like, I was kind of helping you out with it. And then I was helping with the dungeon. And then it was also just making me happy because I just like to clean. So. Sure. Cool. I like it. That was good. A little side segment. Sorry about that. That was a second potato man. That was a second potato man. Look at okay, good, good. That was actually great. And so we'll learn more about this. And Miguel's just like he's sitting there like, call me. (laughs) Call me like the whole time. He's like, me, 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 me. Remember this pajama erotica? I do remember. Pajama erotica. Pajama erotica. Pajama erotica. So uh, we wrote some little haikus because that's what we do, pajama erotica. Uh, Listener Mark uh, sent us a submission. We used to ask a while back for other people to send us poems, and we stopped doing it because nobody ever did. And he he sent sent you the big one. And what he did was make one, two, three, four Four haikus, not just one. come together 
as one poem. As a and good sexual ad for himself. Boogie just got all pissed <laughs> off. I'm like, well, let's read one of them. And then he goes into his story about it's how my haiku was included. Where was it? The Dorothy Chandler Pavilion, the Mark Amundsen When I was 10 years old, uh-huh. my haiku was at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. Jesus Christ. 10 years old. You want to hear that? You guys want to know? I memorized no, it. No, you don't want to hear <laughs> From it. From 10 years old. I want to hear it. You ready? It was about ants. Are you ready? Ants. They are little. They eat your food at picnics. And then they get caught. Beautiful. Bam. Ten years old. (laughs) Fucking genius. And because of that, that has made him a haiku expert. And heaven forbid, we do more than one stanza. Well, why don't you just go ahead and read stanzas. Mark's haiku on what was our subject? Oral. Oral. Kneeling at her feet, lapping up her sweet nectar, hands upon my skull. Leg muscles tensing, from her lips comes sweet moaning, I taste new honey. This addictive drug, pink flower drips in moonlight, I consume in lust. She cannot keep count, each new wave my mouth carries, an endless buffet. Please contact me on FetLife. (laughs) You're just a bitter old man. (laughs) See, you get it! I don't understand what the Unger? big deal is. Unger? What's yours? Unger? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were looking at Kathy. I got confused. Yeah. Kathy's looking not at Unger. me and calling me Unger. Unger. I, I, Unger, I Kathy. Don't This know. segment's going really long. Insinuation. Tongue tracing the rubbery steel. Intent to arouse. Goddamn, Unger. All right. All right. Damn. No stanzas there. All right, you know what? I've had it. I'm crossing off mine just because I don't want to hear your fucking shit anymore. There, I'll do my one. Thank you. Shut up. I do so miss it. In my dreams, I still feel it. It was exquisite. Even rhymes. Shut up. A little rhyme. (laughs) A little rhyme. Fucking one stanza haiku, Mr. Man. Licky, licky, clit. Tongue twiddle her love button. Make come smell the queef. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> Don't drop that mic. No extra stanzas <laughs> needed. We really should check in with Unger. We haven't Unger, talked to him all of our all. new listeners have just left. <laughs> we had like a hundred new listeners and they're all like, these guys it are It was weird. a great haiku fight. That's it. All right, Unger, what's going on? Yes, um, we're talking about all kinds of things. Uh, horror movies and, wait, I'm in three chats here. Um, oh, the, the the gum topic got got really got really interesting in here for a bit. I didn't uh, save the gum, by the way, be, because because some people don't like sticky things, and and they weren't sure if it was a if it was a typo of cum or if I actually meant gum, <laughs> because it's the chat. What do they? I know? would imagine oh, that, that uh, <laughs> Al was scraping cum off. Yeah, the I, floor. Know, well, I just I, said we no, were talking about no. That would be on the stuff in the medical room. That is where she draws the line. <laughs> And then we're talking about Robin Williams fil- films. Oh, that's quite weird. Like flubber. But yeah, Flubber. Well, well, Patch I was, Adams. I, because, because it's October, I was going Insomnia and One Hour Photo. Okay. What? You guys Those are horror movies. They're, they're Robin thrillers. Oh, thrillers, oh, whatever. Yeah, I didn't it's very know good. Okay. The more dramatic side. Interesting. All right, so what's the perverted mailbox? What do we got? Perverted mailbox. We actually have two... Um, 
messages from Patreon supporters of ours. That's right. We got a new couple patrons. Yes. Lynch writes to us and says, I have been a longtime listener and love the show. I cannot tell you how many times I have found myself laughing like a loon while on a packed train. I must look quite a sight. Keep up the good work. Hope to be able to increase my donation soon. Lynch, I you don't need to increase. You don't need to increase. And if you have a video of a loon on a train, I would surely like yes. to see that. Send that right in, Lynch. That would be amazing. And then Amy Roxy writes to us and says, I've been listening to your podcast for the last two years, and I thought it was time I share my appreciation all the way from Canada. Eh? Eh? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I wonder, did we just culturally appropriate their language? You need to stop using that term, please. <laughs> just, just, you keep using it wrong, first of all. Whatever. And even when you use it right, it is so annoying. And uh, finally, we have a message from our own Bacon Panda, who writes to us in reference to our little um, argument that you and I had a couple of shows back where you were given the tough love and I was given the... Oh, no, okay. Boogie, you got to be nicer. And she started listening to past shows. Anyway, she says, I love you guys so much. And I tell everyone in my community about you. Kathy, I really relate to your logical brain and your reactions to your emotions because of it. Sometimes. I love how grounded you are. Boogie, I relate to you on so many levels. Your tough love talk that Kathy doesn't always agree with works for me. I had a really bad trigger about a month ago with my then daddy. Because of that night, he is no longer my daddy. I was starting to spiral and desperately trying to get my shit together, but I was falling into a depressive episode. This weekend, I was listening to back episodes, working my way through for the second time now, which would make her... An echo. Reverse a, pee-pee a, zombie a reverse echo. pee-pee zombie All echo. Right, that is so... Um, and Boogie was talking about having a rough time because the girls were gone and he was insecure and starting to spiral. He talked about having conversations with himself in the mirror. He talked about how he was able to take care of himself himself. No one else was going to be able to fix him. And things clicked for me. I had a nice long conversation with myself in the mirror. And since then, I've been doing the things I know help pull me up. I've stopped doing the things that only temporarily help but hinder in the long run. I'm still struggling a little bit, but I'm on the upswing and I'm doing the work. Thanks for the reminder. I kicked my own ass and I'm doing better now. Oh, is there more? <laughs> you both fucking rock. I can't get enough of you. And to make Boogie feel less awkward, Boogie, you suck big monkey balls. <laughs> See, they love you. Only they don't want to be nice to you. <laughs> only hanging balls. Big well, very monkey good. balls. See, that's very good. See, the we have a balance. Love. We hate each other on the show, so but, you know, maybe... We each other everywhere. Maybe that uh, this... Am I the yang or the ying? Like what am which, I? Are, are you the Sharon or am I the Arafat? What is going okay. on here? <laughs> I actually said that at Fauna's Memorial. <laughs> I, I actually yeah. remember that. Yeah. <clears throat> so, no. You need new material, Boogie. I, <laughs> ain't that the fucking truth? Uh, Kathy, you've confused me. There's like uh, high to, Haiku Attack Dildo and Haiku Attack Dildo. Haiku Attack! I think you know what that means. It's a typo. All right, let's get into it. Unger! This is about dildos. Insinuation, tongue tracing the rubbery steel, intent to arouse. See, Unger finds something that works for him and just fucking owns it. <laughs> brings it home. Just brings it home. I can only use it once. <laughs> <laughs> it's only funny once, so I figured I'd use it tonight. That is amazing. Oh, that's so funny. That is amazing. 
Okay, Kathy, mm-hmm. you have one? Yes. Useless plastic thing, because it sure ain't going in. Sword fight, let's begin! Haiku <laughs> <laughs> attack! I hate dildos so much. Wait, was I the only one? Okay, didn't Let me have... cross off my other stanzas. Yes, the stanza crossing. No okay. one will ever hear it. Suction cup dildo stuck to her back as she wiggles. Other girl sucks it. Haiku attack! That was last night. Oh, I'm pointing at I have the you. suction cup dildos, and it was like I was warming them all up for the big marshmallow pull. And so I pushed one over, and I took the suction cup dildo, and I slammed it in right above the ass of one. And then it was there, and we were laughing, and they were wiggling it. And I just grabbed someone else and forced their face and mouth raped them with a back dildo. This is the backstory to your haiku? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So sometimes, Kathy, and it looked kind of awkward. That was what was funny about it. We all had a good chuckle, a good dirty adult chuckle. Sometimes I think Mew's really lucky, and sometimes I feel really sorry for her. Haiku attack! Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. Were we supposed to acknowledge James? You're going to do that we're now. <laughs> Wait, were we talking we to you about something? We the audience. Were you bringing something? Wait, get up. Get in the fucking mic. Just lean over to the mic. Talk directly into the mic. You kicked him out. Hi. Well, I kicked him out because we were starting the show and he just walks over and he's like, hi. Yeah, just. I am here. Okay, good. Acknowledged. So, James, who the fuck are you? Um, so, I am a graduate student at USC. And um, I am doing a report on BDSM. It's uh, actually my final for this term. He's using us as his final. That's not James, let me tell you something. You probably had a good scholastic career up until this point. (laughs) You're going to fail, buddy. And now you're going to be joining us in the dungeon. Just remember, we warned you. Well, as long as it goes down in some bright, exciting flames, you know? You're probably, yeah, probably. He's that kind of guy, yeah. So, yeah, he came in, and we walked through Threshold, and then we talked about cool. some BDSM and all the stuff that we do, and he's like, hey, he came. You went to uh, the rope class, Pro Villains rope class yesterday. Did you do any tying? I did, yeah. I got some photos of, of uh, my hands tied up, someone else's hands tied up. Uh, a guy did a full, uh, I don't know what it was called, like a backpack tie or something, but he tied up all my arms and everything, so... Yeah, it was nice. It was cool. Yeah. So now, now then, huh? You, you know, why are you fucking get your fucking lazy he's, ass off the he's couch? He's getting massaged. Stop yelling. Leave him alone. Get to the fucking microphone. Jesus fucking retard Christ. Is he barefoot? How many times? Now he's waddling your ass up. <laughs> I have to get up. I'm getting a massage. Yes. <laughs> don't yell. It's a fucking radio show. I love Miguel. <laughs> At some point, James forgot he was actually doing, you know, like some story and research and he just got all tied up and, you know, I was like <laughs> the camera thrown up at some other place. And I'm like, hey, James. And he's like, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have to do the report. I have to get untied. <laughs> so back to the microphone, James. So this is the question that we usually have. So were you kinky before this? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say particularly kinky, but I would say I'm, I'm always open-minded. Sure. You know? Um, so now did you find all of a sudden you're like, hey, wait a minute. I actually like this. Uh, I mean, I could, I could be interested in it, you know? Okay. It w- Look at that. They come in for the education, and they leave perverts. 
And we have you to blame, Boogie. I don't think it's me. I don't think it's <laughs> yes, me. Yes, it's you. I don't think I did. Well, thank you, and we look forward to the report and hope you get a fantastic grade because God guilt sucks when... Next thing you know, he's fucking outside in a fucking motorhome, pissing on our door and yes, saying, well, plane. <laughs> God damn it. Absolutely. I'll be knocking on your door every single day. I can't on wait it. for that. Uh, cool. James, sit, sit the fuck down. All right. All right. So some fucking advice. Yes. Baby B wrote to us again. She said, one thing you both have spoken about a lot on the show is the importance of STD testing before play and talking to your partners about protection. Mm. I'm wondering if you would mind sharing with the audience some more detail on how you have those conversations. Because I have a primary partner and we are often in the situation where we are looking for a female third and those are hard to come by. So by the time I have found a girl who is down, I always find myself hesitating to do anything to derail a potential experience, even though I know it's the responsible thing to do. Staying safe is super important, but it can also be super awkward to bring up when you aren't even sure yet if the person wants to play with you. Not to mention that protection between ladies who are playing together is often taboo in the outside the love lab world. How do you start the conversation? That is a fantastic question. I'm very glad. Usually what I do with a new partner is I come to the dungeon and uh, and I I approach somebody and I can see that they're obviously interested in play. And the first thing I do is I expose my penis to them and I say... With your hairy nutsack? With my hairy left (laughs) fucking hanging three inches lower than the right nutsack. And I say, you want to get on this? There's some protocols that need to be in place. First thing, you need to go get tested. And I'll talk to you when you're done with that. Do and not I walk say away. it just like walk, that. You are such a Just liar. walk away. Don't listen to Boogie. Left nutsack dragging between my legs as no. I walk away. It actually makes that so. Like a fucking... <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> my nuts have a little Seriously, that is not what you do. In my head... That's what I do. What happens in your head doesn't help any of us. That's true. No, um, the first thing, uh, what I just heard read was your biggest challenge, and that is you have to get over that fear of rejection to default to the thing that's going to protect you and your partners. As what Unger is now just scratching his chest like a like a dog. Just <laughs> with two two like <laughs> double fisted, just literally that scratch you just heard in the background. <laughs> Was just Unger. Uh, that was from your marshmallow pull wounds. I'm taking it. Yes. Did you get your um your candy cane staples out? I, I got the candy canes out earlier this weekend. That is that is very good. I took Did them you, out myself, basically. Th- of course. Did you just literally sock yourself in the sternum so hard that your candy cane staples just no, popped I out? I actually had a a a a licorice staple remover. Oh, that's nice. Like. The- Slingerland or a sting <laughs> started a trend here. Well, yeah. And 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 just unwrapped that and, and just uh, yanked them out. And undid them properly. That's very nice. It was very nice. What what were we talking about? Uh Baby B wants some uh advice. Oh advice, right. How All to right. start the conversation. Uh, yes, Miguel, thank you so much for getting up, by the <laughs> way. Why are well, you my massage is done. He's lifting his pant legs. I, I, I don't know. You got this Will Smith get jiggy with it <laughs> 1980s throwback going on with your leg. Yeah, I watched that. Just one leg up. <laughs> so, yes. What? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, To the microphone, Miguel. <laughs> I was looking at my pants. That's good, so Miguel. The, what, I wa- what I wanted to say is, yeah, you... You make it as awkward as you want to make it, or you can make it as 
easygoing as you want to sure. make it. You know, like um, if you're not confident about asking somebody, you know, hey, have you been tested? I'm really interested in you. Then that's something that you need to look into yourself, you know, because, yeah, in the very end, it's the safety of everybody, you know, and it's even the safety of them if you are not being tested either. Sure. I I personally tell the person, hey, you know, I, I like you. I, there's chemistry. I feel chem- at least I feel chemistry. Maybe you don't. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> um, but I and I would like to like probably take things further or try to this or, or that. But I would like to know how, when was the last time that you were tested. And I maybe I'm just blunt and just like vomit it. But that's, I mean, if you don't make it awkward, the other person goes like, oh, yeah, I was tested last time or blah, blah. Or, oh, yeah, I need a new test. My last test was six months ago. Or I just broke up and I need a new test. Like people, when you just bluntly say it, you know, in a casual conversation where it belongs in part of that conversation, I've seen in my experience people have just said it as well. Sure. And it's just part of a very normal, natural conversation. I mean, in the very end, we're lucky to be in this um King community and people are more likely to be open. So sometimes it's more the restrictions and the const- the construct that we have ourselves, rather than the other person not being able to communicate. And if the other person is going to be ashamed of you know sharing with you if they have had a, a that's a, a warning test. flag. Yeah, yeah, you probably should not be playing yeah, with it's them. A, it's a <laughs> I totally agree. Uh, it was very eloquently put, Miguel. Go put your pant leg down. Go back to your rubbing. Um, <laughs> And I told there's there's nothing he said that I don't agree with. It, it, I have never had a conversation, and we've had this conversation quite a few times in our relationship with new partners. Um, and nobody has ever been, and anyone like you said, anyone that's ever been like kind of like standoffish about that information. It's like, hey, totally understand, but this is what we need, kind of going forward. Nobody's ever really. It's never really been a problem. Uh, yeah, it's, so we don't know what is going on with her. Maybe it yeah. has been awkward for her the last 10 it's times. Sa- it's maybe sa- somebody- yeah, it sounds like with her that maybe they don't have the, the plethora of people pouring into the lifestyle there. Because I know that's when, like, we're not desperate in our in our family, you know, whatever we call ours. We're not, and we put off that impression very quickly. So we, if if you're not willing to be honest with us and communicate with us and especially be honest and communicate with us about your sex, about your past partners and your STI checks, then that's absolutely okay. We don't need you. We, we, we have lots of sex and, and that's not a problem. But if you were desperate, but if we were desperate, there surely is that, that feeling where you're like, Oh fuck, you know, Oh man, I'm going to add and they're going to reject me. And now I got to go back to the grind of, trying to find someone that I can connect with. And that is a horrible thing, but you really just have to say, is that, is your safety important? You know, in the end, it's like you should really put your safety before anything else. Like as hard as it might be to find like a third person or whatever, it's like in the end, it's way more important that you're safe than you find that third person. And you take the time to find that third person that'll work for you. Right. And a lot of things. And I think, once again, like Miguel say, the more casual you make it, this is also your opportunity. Like if people haven't been tested a lot or say somebody's 
Um, I mean, there's a lot of people that are that are young adults coming into the lifestyle. Maybe they haven't even had a lot of experiences. And so they're not used to the normal, hey, every few months you go get tested and here's some of the places you can do it. And if you're lower economic like I am, here are some of the places that do free uh, STI testing. And that it's just um, that's your chance to really educate them about your knowledge of STIs because we all have a fairly good knowledge of it and we surely have tons of resources available to find out that it's not scary and we can say, hey, some of these things that maybe you're terrified of, obviously the incurables are the incurables and that's a burden. You're going to have to take a medication and and stuff like that for HIV, herpes 2, stuff like that. Um, But some of the things are just, you know, it's like chlamydia. Okay, you got to go get your antibiotics and all your partners have to go get antibiotics. It's not the end of the world. Gonorrhea can be, you know, can be fixed. Syphilis, there's things that it's not the end of the world. It's a skin condition that gets passed sexually. It's not like some dirty, sinful fucking thing that happens. But if you don't know, that's when it goes can go bad. So it doesn't necessarily mean that if you had chlamydia last year but you went and got taken care of it doesn't mean we're not going to play with you it just we need to know what we you know how to protect ourselves right and to be fair uh it sounds from the email that she has accepted it's going to happen she's perfectly resigned to the fact that this conversation has to happen uh, what she's literally asking is how do you start the conversation so i i have a suggestion and a good way to start would be to ask the prospective partner, tell me how you feel about STD testing. Because that takes it off the burden off of you. Mm-hmm. And now you've put it on that person and they are on the stage having to explain how they feel about STD testing. And I, I guarantee you, you're, you're probably not, probably not going to come across a lot of people who say, I'm completely against it. Sure. Well, that takes the awkwardness out of it. Well, I think what she is concerned with is starting an awkward conversation. I think, like Miguel said, it's just making it not awkward. It's just it's just understanding that it's a normal conversation to have with someone that you're going to be a partner. We're very we're very normal. We have a new partner now. And and it was made very clear that, um, you know, we were moving towards things sexually and they're like i'm really worried about stis and whatever and i'm like okay well i'm due so i went the next week i got my test my test came back you know uh, negative <laughs> i i'm so used to saying i'm a positive person no 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 in this case the negative is the better one um and and they went and got theirs and it, and it wasn't really a big deal it was just that I well, I, I be... get it. it you, I don't have any awkwardness either. My conversation basically goes, so when are you going to get tested? Yeah. I, I. But not everyone feels the same way. And if you're feeling that it's awkward and you don't know how to start it, you literally need some good examples of how to get this conversation started. So when the, when I've, was the last time you uh, where or OK, you ready? This is going to be good. Hey, where do you go to get your STI tests? Yeah, you're putting it back on them. Yeah, you're just like, hey, do you, where do you go? Oh, I haven't gotten, when's the last, oh, because I, I usually go here. Huh? Hand, hand? Want to fuck? <laughs> huh? Bam! Wow, Boogie. Negative gets you the dick. How did you get any women? <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, you just don't know. It's the pumpkins. It's the pumpkin. Yeah, I cleaned this pumpkin out with my dick, by the way. No, See you that? didn't. I did. Ask, ask me. Your dick is not hard enough to clean that out. Would you do scoop it out with your penis? 
Yes. No. I did. Mew? Mew? Yeah, she's shaking her head. Why? Why? <laughs> I bought you two green tea pocky sticks today. Two. You can't even you can't even back me up on a gag. You're dead to me. You're Aww. dead to me. Yeah, we believe that. You're dead to me. Look, That's she's it. Pouting. I'm now. She's d- pouting. Oh, no one's falling for it. Everyone. Yes, okay, half the people. Okay, you're cute. Whatever. <laughs> Here, would you like a picture of a vagina? It's cute, isn't it? Would you put your mouth on that? The paper. Okay, good. I'll keep it for you. I'll duct tape it to her face later. It'll be good. Think you're so weird, Kathy. Give me a kiss. Wait, wait. I'll dig a hole in the vagina. Oh, wait, good uh, God. Uh, uh, you got to do it at least once. Okay, wait. Hang on a sec. You ready? There is a huge tongue coming out of that girl's vagina. This is why we don't do video <laughs> on this show. God damn it. Yeah. Ugh. This is it. Such a slow beat. This I was having such trouble a with this. Slow it. beat, man. This is it. Annoyingly bad rap. Oh, man. This is going to be good. So, uh, it's going to be extra have, bad. Unger's, a Unger's actually a rapping. Look, he's, he, look, he's getting in his he fucking is. zone. Dude, Unger is literally left to writing, motherfucker. I'm just saying if it still works. Oh. <laughs> So we got annoyingly bad rap. We're gonna we're just gonna end the show on on this because we're running late. What we were gonna do something? Well, Al was like, "You can spank my ass if uh, you want." How yeah. old are we? We're, we're pretty over. All right. Yeah, the listeners are probably not gonna be happy. Let's to just try that. to choke through this, Kathy. Choke through. Do you want to go through first? What's the subject? The subject was picked was splashing, which I is a very weird, not weird happy with this one. I don't care who's going first. Unger? Unger, you want to go first? Not really. I've already had Okay, I'll go first. Here we go. Fuck it. I don't know if I can do this. Goopy, drippy, messy, glop. Sounds like porn on top of my cock. Nope, nope, nope. We got you, fool. We splashing in a motherfucking kitty pool. Cake batter between your toes. I'm smashing day old pasta in these motherfucking hoes. Bitches get so freaky when I fuck you with a Twinkie. Add some olive oil and you slither slinky sleeky. Parents used to stop us saying messy is not good. Well, fuck you, we're adults, and now we're playing with our food. Bitch. There's no way to follow that up. Bitch. That was actually a good one. What? <laughs> no, it was actually it? good. There's no way to follow that. That was awful. Are you fucking kidding me? It's you haven't heard I used the same phrasing as the I last hate. three raps. It's the that... best one we've heard so far. Yes. That's why I start first. And, and now it'll be later. All right, Kathy, you want to do it? Oh, wait, you want me to do Muse to break up the thing? Muse what? Mew did a rap. <gasps> you want to hear Mew? Oh, I want to hear it. This is your chance to hear. Okay, okay. this is this is me. I, I had to use the other one because she, she couldn't get uh, that, so it was the different one. So this is her rap about splashing. Okay. Here goes Mew. Splash. 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 <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was news. No one could do that. That is definitely not annoyingly bad. That was she's very good. She's very good. So now we're back on ours. I did not like this beat, Kathy. Not easy for me. Just make it bad. That's all our listeners care about. 
A thing that I've been taught since the day that I was born is that food goes in your mouth. It's not a subject used for porn. A sticky, gooey brie, warm and melting in its crust. Then you take it in your hand and you smear it across her bust. It's just a crying shame, the things you do to all that store. Why, in every Dickens novel, there's some poor kid who asks for more. With all the starving folks around, you'd think that you'd come up with much better things to do than to cover her in syrup. I suppose that one advantage is that, indeed, your scratch to itch is that you can get your kink on by just going to your fridge. As for me, I'm not having it. I simply will not waste all my time in making something that you never will taste. I'm not taking my sweet time, beaten to a frothy peak. Some delicious yummy cream you'll just use to dunk your feet. So just put it on a table and I'll taste all that lovely stuff because food, as far as I'm concerned, should never get you off. Oh! <laughs> Kathy? What? Am I just, just taking it? You're, not, I you're not very into food play? Is I that what you're saying? Blushing. You are so lucky Bunny's not here because the pouty lip that you would get. I would get a bunny pouty lip. You know what we did today? I don't want to The pumpkin know. seeds? No. And the water? And Stop once it. You, it was like playing with snake scales. Ugh. Huh? huh? You discovered it was amazing. And then and then Bunny was carving her pumpkin. She's all, no, Daddy, I'm carving my pumpkin. I'm all, you know, you got to feel this. It's pretty cool. Hmm. And she's like, okay, I can't do it, Daddy. I'm just, I'm just, just, just put your hand in. Trust Daddy. And she sticks her hand in, and she just goes, oh, wow. <laughs> She's all, oh, wow. Oh, wow. And I go, could you imagine being in a whole bathtub of oh, wet okay, pinto Okay, stop it right there. Yeah. Oh, man. No, good. this is why I can't be in the dungeon. Unger! Room. All right, everyone just kind of lay back. Let Unger just, he's just going to do Unger. This is horrible. That's what we want. No bad for, this is bad for bad. Chocolate, cherries, bananas, whipped cream. You are going to be the tastiest love that I've ever seen. Covering you with carbohydrates. Nothing about you is inadequate. I can't even do this with a straight face. <laughs> okay. You're going to be my Sunday brunch after I pour over you some Hawaiian punch. Add it. Some mint sprigs and some cayenne pepper, too. Wait, I threw that off. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is good. Is that it? (laughs) There's one more line, but I completely. Do it, just do it. Do it, Unger. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Boogie can edit. Mix a chemical. Oh, I can't even. Just read it. Just read it straight. It worked earlier. (laughs) Mixing chemical plants, blushing is something I'd like to do with you. Nice. Sorry, it was my first one. Unger Unger one. one. That was annoying. You got Dickens in yours. (laughs) (laughs) Please, sir, may I have some more? You want more? (laughs) It was funny. I had it it previewed, and one review, uh, Aki was like, I'm glad I'm not writing this. (laughs) And my kitten was like, Well, it's supposed to be bad. (laughs) Unger, I'm telling you. Okay. Now then, when you started out, okay, you you fell apart. We're not going to take that away from you. But your first fucking few lines, I was like, 
motherfucker. <laughs> I got to record this bitch. The fucking Unger rap would be amazing. But he's got to do it in a Peter Lorre we'll, voice. We'll get you. I, tr- I was <laughs> trying to work that out earlier today, believe it or there. not. Yes. It I was, was sitting good. here this afternoon going, can I make it in the voice? I don't think I could. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose it as it is, which I did. It is hard not to start laughing in the middle of these things. That was fucking great. It was good. That was amazing. Um, we should just spank her. Yes. We should just. I don't we, think the listeners are going to care that we're going over this. You got to stop with the rules, Boogie. Kathy. Haikus can have different standards. Kathy, you have yes. to have some, some sort of boundaries no, in life. No boundaries. <laughs> there has to be Not some. on the podcast. There's boundaries a, are outside yeah, of the podcast. Yeah, absolutely not on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Let me just take a hit of saying pure and. Yeah, what is that? What are you It snorting? is super menthol from Thailand. Abyss turned me onto this. What? You're always buying things from Thailand. Hey. Isn't that, isn't that where... Um, Hookers no. are cheap? Yes. No. Where Yohimbi came from. No, I think Yohimbi's African. Oh, okay. It's like an African tree bark or yeah, you something. You got to stop, Boogie. Didn't you get those tiny little plastic balls that inflate in water or something and it made all your girls get, break out in a rash? Go and put your okay. hands on that bar. <sighs> okay. Mew. Take the microphone and put it to her ass on her right side. That bar over there. Go there. No, no, no. That bar. That bar. <laughs> there. The, the bar. bar. It's a fucking bar. That's it. There's a lot of bars. Just that one's it. Just you're there. Good. Now take it. Go. Put. Go. Go. Move. Put it to her ass. That's the sound. Now get it over there. Other side. Other side. Okay, good. Now we're just going to look at her ass for a little bit. Uh, get it closer. A little closer. While you're looking for us, can I ask Unger a question? Sure. Do you have yeah. to be invited to the yes, Kathy. to the Discord? No. Can you pull down her pants? Amy Roxy wants to know how to get on there. That's Oh, well, that's I'll nice. You, you that's go to pervertedpodcast.com forward slash live dash chat. Okay. The top of it's the IRC chat that we talk uh. in during the show. And if you scroll down, you'll get to Discord. All right. Click that, and you can do it on a phone too. Or if you just go to, just go to Discord, the Discord app. Uh huh. I've lost everything tonight. I'm sorry. No, that's good. Amy Rox is probably gonna listen to this, and now she knows how to get on there. That's good. Because clearly they're they don't know what they're doing over there, and they need some vamp music. Vamp music. Yeah. Like like Bauhaus. Yes. I'm still on talk. Do it. Stigmata. Did you guys have a nice conversation? We're still having one. Yeah. Oh, well, that's very good. Don't let us stop you. We're, we're, we're right advertising the show. It's very, it's very With sharp, smacky. BDSM ASMR. I can't even say that. Well, we BDSM can't. ASMR? No, I just have to scratch the microphone with the tip of my dick. Hang on a second. That is not the tip of your dick. That's my dick. I can see your it's nut sack beauti- from between a, your thighs, it's a man. Beautiful dick. <laughs> you, she got to see it. That's it. There you go. You want to, do you want to see it? Now? No. I've brain. seen it. I felt them. Please Check don't do that brain. again. Check some brain. Why did you them? He put them on my arm. When was I wasn't a long looking. Time ago, Miguel. I actually, I'm I'm talking into the mic that's literally pressed against Al's ass, so you can hear me. Yeah, um, it's it a hard a life. We buddy. were in the office, and I'm like, I'll put my dick on your shoulder, and she's like, No, you won't. And I just whipped it out, put it <laughs> on her shoulder. This is nice. Are you ready for some swats? Yes. Okay. Are you ready for some swats? Okay. Yikes.
Oh, you hurt poor Owl, you bad man. I'm a bad man. How many more should we do? You guys we can't hear you. You guys, you guys make the call. How many more should we do? Mew three says million. five. Five? Unger says three million. Everyone good with five? <laughs> okay, let's do five. Here we go. Are you ready? Warm up. Warm up. Shut up. <laughs> she goes out. <laughs> I didn't know what that what was. You weren't you weren't counting. Thank you. Say two. That was delicious. You need Happy to speak holiday. into the mic. Okay. <laughs> what did she, was, say to, to she say to bring that on? Two, fuck you. Never mind. No. Talking to the mic. I'll just talk into her ass. There you go. <laughs> That is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org. Find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everyone in the dungeon tonight, and especially to Lynch and Amy Roxy for donating so selflessly on Patreon.com forward slash Perverted Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, either email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037. And don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com. And have a safe and happy and kinky Halloween. No. <laughs> Unger, don't say no. Unger, I hope enjoy their Halloween. Unger, are you doing something I, fun I may for not Halloween? want to be safe for my Halloween. Thank you, Kat. <laughs> I may want to be dangerous. You are dangerous, Peter. Should we just have like another seven minutes of Unger just talking creepy to Kathy and sexual? Yes. I, I'm okay with this. No. Say something dirty to her. Oh, Kathy, your hair smells wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. And I don't mean the hair on your head. Oh, my oh! God. That was <laughs> bad. bad. Unger, you yes, have Kathy. redeemed yourself in my eyes. <laughs> That was a good one. That was creepy. We're going to end on <laughs> that. That was, we'll, that was show 178 episodes. James is like, really? You've done that many? <laughs> you still suck this bad. And that the was, jokes don't get any they better. jokes don't get any better. That was Pajama Erotica, show 178. We will be back for show 179. Here's some song. I have no what, idea what it is, but it's a song. And here it is, and we'll see you guys next week. Yay. Every 30 days it's really important that a woman give herself a breast exam And I can help I can help Small circular motions around the areola and working your way into the armpit Fuck yeah, I know And I can help Cause if you feel a lump and a little lump It might be nothing But you still should go and get it checked And why would a guy like me, you ask, be so obsessed with a woman's health care? Cause I like titties Titties are good Must protect titties 
Bouncy bubbly titties Healthy for a snack I'm loving every rack I like titties We like titties Really nice ripe titties Titties are good Good, good titties Titties are good Titties are good Must protect titties Yeah Things can turn quite ugly If you don't protect your juggies So don't give cancer a chance To kick your ass Avoid that dance Hooters give us so much joy So why on earth would you avoid getting to know your breasts with a simple test It'll put your mind at rest Yeah It doesn't matter how big or small your chichis are Every shape and size is special and worthy of respect And if you need, I'll come to you and squeeze your boobs To help make sure that you're doing it correct Cause I like titties Titties are good Must protect titties Bouncy bubbly titties Healthy for a snack I'm loving every rack I like titties Do you like titties too? Yeah! Then keep them healthy so the titties are here to stay to love and touch and lick and play with Titties We need to organize those who are uber fans of boobies To inspire those who possess To get undressed Check their breasts Also be a buddy and help Razor donate money For research and patient care Will you take the dare To stand up everywhere And say I like titties Titties are good Must protect titties Bouncy bubbly titties Healthy for a snack I'm loving every rack Fighting for the boobies I'm on the attack All across the land Doing breast exams Because I like titties Yes I do